This is the Punk and Piledrivers Podcast with your host, Big Bad Boris. The Punk and Piledrivers Podcast has returned in its new home right here at Love Wrestling. My name is Big Bad Boris, and I am joined by my co-broadcaster for the Love for Wrestling Live events, Mr. Warren Diesel Barris. Warren, we're going to go over and preview the big show coming up on Friday night. How the hell are you? Good, man. It's good Good to be back here. Have you had anybody who's done is this three or four for me now? You might be the, the all-time guest leader now. Technically four, because I helped you with the questions one time, and then I was on with Scotty twice, so this, this is, is technically true. four. Oh, you're a legend. Oh, hey, hello. I'm, it's good to be here. Thank you. <laughs> so I want to apologize. I know that we, it's been kind of hard to find us because we've jumped around homes since we started this thing over a year ago. But we are now in our new home of Love Wrestling, and I'm hoping that this will be like a more permanent home and will be easy to find. Warren, there's a big show going on on Friday. Yes, there is. I can't wait, man. I'm so excited for it. So Love Pro Wrestling presents Welcome to Paradise this Friday night, 7 o'clock Mountain Standard Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time at the uh, South Edmonton Common Rec Room right here in beautiful Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. If you can't be there live, you can join us live on Twitch. Uh, I believe it is uh, twitch.com slash lovewrestlingca for the live stream featuring the vocal talents of myself and yourself. Yeah, it's, it's we're going to be there doing. Is it just us? Have we confirmed whether or not you will not be named? Will be I, there? I, I assume. <laughs> uh, I assume there will be three microphones set up, and I am assuming that, that he will be there. Yes, hopefully in in limited capacity, if the, I can put it lightly. The that that we uh, refer to, of <laughs> course, is Mister Thaddeus Archer. So I'm just going to go uh, go down the card here in a random order that I've been given. Uh, well, I'm going to start off with Bobby Sharp taking on T.Y. Jackson. Now, this is interesting to me for a couple of reasons. Uh, T.Y. Jackson made his uh, Love Wrestling debut at our last live event, and Bobby Sharp came back from injury, uh, from a rather serious injury, had a uh, hip replacement. And I think that uh, this is a this is bad news. I think for Ty Jackson, he's a great, great young talent. But Bobby's coming back from this injury, and it, he had the first match. I think he got all the kinks out. I believe he feels confident that everything's working fine. He's in the best shape of his life. And I think if you take away that that little piece of, of nagging injury doubt in his mind, take that away, he's going to be a dangerous guy. Well, and and plus the fact that you talk about, I mean, Bobby is, is he's been around for years and years and years, right? Like we're talking about uh, an Alberta wrestling legend for lack of a better term in that I I think maybe a little bit with coming back from an injury, there is that willingness and wantingness to prove that, you know, I still got this, I can still do this. And I think that's a big motivator for a guy like Bobby to come in and, and, and make an example of his opponent, which is something that I agree with you. I think that's exactly what might happen. Yeah, he's a, uh, a winner of the Future Legends Award of the Cauliflower Alley Club. He's been in all over or North America. I'm not sure if he's been overseas. If he has, I apologize, Bobby. I'm not familiar with that. But if he flipped the coin, a win over Bobby Sharp by T.Y. Jackson could also catapult him up the standings as well. Yeah, for all those exact same reasons, right? You're, you're talking about beating a guy that has all these accolades. Well, that kind of puts you in a bit of the spotlight, doesn't it? It absolutely does. So I'm going to ask you for a pick now. I'm going to, I'm going to put you on the spot. I mean, I, I just, I, with all due respect, I, I think you have to go with Bobby, don't you? Isn't that, isn't that the law? If, if, if you're making a bet, if you're putting money on it, that's the smart money. 
That's right. Are you you're a betting man, aren't you? I dabble. You, <laughs> do you think in your entire betting career, uh, you're, you're up? I, I am actually because I'm, I'm, I'm new to it. So I've only been doing it for about a year. Okay. Uh, but I, and I had and I had a bunch, a string of not great luck. And then I hit a relatively big one that has put me up about about maybe like 80 bucks overall. But I'm doing all right. Did this relatively big one rhyme with Schmalgary Schmames? No, it didn't. No? <laughs> I, I don't like to bet on. Uh, I don't like to bet on my own teams. Uh, I don't see, do that. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I respect that. that. Just then, if they lose, I'm double mad, and I yeah. just I don't, I don't want that. <laughs> but you could bet against them, and that way, at least you know you're pissed that they lost, but at least you made some money off it. True. The, the highs are highs, but the lows are too low. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I have to tend to uh, to to lean towards Bobby Sharp as well, but I think this one's going to be a lot of fun. Now, some late breaking news for the next match I have in my lineup here. Uh, slated to be uh, Liza Hall making her Love for Wrestling debut, taking on Ava Lawless. But I believe there's been some last-minute uh, uh, news that KC Spinelli has been added to this match to make it a triple threat. I did see a certain uh, post that was floating around the social medias from KC Spinelli indicating that, yeah, she she she's going to be there, and she seems to be a little bit uh motivated shall we say drip that you saw the the same video that i saw i assume from the beach yeah dripping with confidence am i not wrong Mm -hmm. yeah seems to be uh maybe maybe looking ahead looking through this match if you will so ava lawless has been absent from love for wrestling for i want to say two shows maybe just one and and liza hall uh, a wrestling family her sister also competes i believe she's second generation as well so a lot of moving parts in this match but i think I mean, throwing Spinelli in there after these two ladies are prepared for each other has to definitely throw, you know, a, 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 a monkey in the wrench of their training. Well, yeah, because you're preparing for one specific opponent and then, I mean, you throw another one in there and it, yeah, it, I mean, you prepare for anything and have something added to it late. It's going to maybe, I mean, add in, add in some complications and, and maybe a bit of nerves as well is that you don't know what to expect now, right? What, what is what is three people in a ring gonna gonna be different, right? And I think anytime you come into a new promotion and a new a new company, there's always extra nerves. So so to have your debut and then have an extra opponent thrown at you, I I think Liza may be behind the eight ball a little bit, but she's also very very tough, talented young lady. But I'm gonna have to go with uh, with the angel face on this one. I think she's very confident, and I think that she's gonna squeak out a win in this one. I think she's due for one as well. I will uh, politely disagree with you on this Uh-oh. one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, select, I'm gonna go with Ava on this one. I think, uh, I think we've seen her really come into her own. And granted, like you said, she has been absent the last couple of shows. However, when we did see her, uh, she was firing on all cylinders. And for mm-hmm. somebody who's relatively new uh, to the to the business, I mean, I, I think she is just so much. The momentum is so in her side. She's on that big come up, and I think, I think that continues on Friday night. Yeah, and speaking of confidence, uh, Ava Lawless does not exactly lack confidence as well. Very good point. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a hell of a match. This this card is shaping up. This is going to be a good night. I'm really looking forward to this. Now, this is where things get interesting as we have a rematch from our last live event. Mo Jabari and Mars the Specialist going to take on Bayrat Garani and Sheikh Akbar Shabazz. We saw uh, Shabazz and, and Garani kind of form this partnership in a, a four-way match. Was it a three-way or a four-way? I can't keep all my shit straight. I'm sorry. I'm a very bad. <laughs> I'm a very bad broadcast. I watch a lot of wrestling. I can't keep it all straight. But there was a multi-man match where the two of them kind of joined forces uh, because they're both, 
you know, no, uh, uh, I don't want to say scumbags, but they're kind of scumbags. <laughs> they don't listen to this, right? They're not going to hear it. I well, we're going to find out. <laughs> uh, but yes, they joined forces to to a little bit of success in the match, and we saw these two teams tangle last month as well. And there's definitely no love lost. And I think this one is going to be. I think it's going to be it's going to be shoe leather ugly, but I think it's going to be a scrap. It's going to be a fight. Yeah, I kind of get the same feeling from it. I feel like yeah, it's it's there's not a lot of love lost in between uh, in between the two sides here that it. it it's going to be one one to watch closely, I think, because it's going to be a spectacle one way or another. And we've seen uh, Moj Bari spending a lot of time. He's kind of starting to travel around into the States. Uh, obviously, he has that kind of rub from the hitman Bret Hart. He's kind of been taken under his wing, and that is definitely... Uh, a, a, it's definitely an underlying current in him that, that, that he has the hitman's ear and he's being fed advice and he's learning very, very quickly. Yeah, and and I'm not sure if you if you noticed. I mean, this will strike home because I know you're a big fan as well. But I'm, if you saw the announcement today that uh, there's a new program coming to SwearNet featuring a Terry I, of Fubar. I did, and, and a certain Mojibari appears to uh, be in said program. So things are on the come up for Mojibari. Now, I I may be in this program as well. There is uh, there was some some film of this. Uh, the trailer came out, and there's some film in the trailer from the PWA show at the Saddledome in Calgary, mm-hmm. Alberta. So uh, I believe if this, if there's video from the Saddledome show on this television show, I may be somewhere in the background doing my thing. So that would be your your entry, your foray into the world of Fubar as well. That's right. I might need to start myself a little IMDb page because <laughs> you know I'm I'm between this and and the documentary that I uh, had a very teeny appearance in, featuring Hollywood Dusty Adonis and Sheikh Akbar Shabazz. I mean, I I think I, I might have to start the IMDb page. That's gonna be that's gonna be your. You may know him from such titles as. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I'm. I'm, I'm background. Yep, I had a wrestling show. <laughs> I'm that dude somewhere in the background. Now, now, pick him. This you got to make a pick on this one. And you know what? I have to say, uh, there is no honor among thieves, and I'm gonna have to go with uh, Shabazz and, and Bayrad Garandi. And more importantly, what is the? How many minutes into the match will he call me a donkey? <laughs> like Can I say here? Can I say before the bell, like when he comes out and sees that you're there, just notices your presence? You know, that's very likely. Because I feel like that's probably, I mean, that's when I would say it anyway, as upon <laughs> sight, right? So I've um, never been nice to him too, you know? <laughs> Except for that part uh, where I, I come back. I think, uh, I think I'll have to agree with you on that one. As much as, as much as we talk about all the things that are going on for the other side and on, you know, Mo's on this come up, maybe, uh, maybe in my head, I'm thinking that might be a bit of a distraction. For 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 Mo, maybe maybe might cause some sort of a a rift on that side between the two that uh, you know he's getting all this attention that maybe maybe it distracts from from the match. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and I definitely think, like I said, it's 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 going to be it's not going to be a lot of of headlock takeover. It's going to be a lot of punches and kicks in the face and swear words, and I'm living for it. I can't wait. That's what we're all here for, isn't it? Now another uh, a match that I'm very excited about. Reed Matthews is going to go one-on-one with Kenneth Stryker. We have seen a very, very new kind of aggressive side from, from Reed Matthews. Uh, he's been on the, he was on the sidelines for, for quite a bit of time after uh, uh, the COVID hit 
and he he didn't get a chance to be in the ring for quite some time. And I think that that kind of nodded him a little bit. And I think there's a lot of kind of bottled up aggression that we've seen come out in him early on here in his love wrestling career. And uh, he's just been very, very aggressive. He's always been a fan favorite and he's always been tough, but he's now he's now kind of angry and aggressive. And I think that's very dangerous. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've 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 followed his career very closely. We've seen him uh, for years and years now go go through all the phases of career, and and it seems like now he's really, I want to say, coming into his own, maybe a little bit, kind of realizing uh, what what he is capable of doing, and I mean, using his size and and using the thickness in order to uh, in order to gain advantage on his opponent, and then I think. I think that's a scary thought. I think the sky's kind of the limit for a guy like Reed Matthews if he continues kind of being as focused as he has been. Yeah, he's absolutely, I think, kind of discovering the the professional wrestler and the athlete that he wants to be. And and on the other side, uh, Kenny Stryker is a guy that's very perplexing. He's had a very interesting career. He's, He's been in and out of a couple of really successful tag teams over his career. He's been kind of hampered. By, by injuries, but when he's on, he's the kind of guy that can do it all. He can brawl, he can scrap with you, and he can take to the skies. He's always been in great shape, so I think this is going to be kind of an interesting battle because I think Reed's going to want to use his toughness and try to go through you, and, and Stryker's going to try to try to use the speed and not get caught in that corner and get that cannonball, you know? You're right. As a, as a, as, as a match, I guess it's, it's a pretty big styles clash between the two of them, and I think that that, that could... If when we make our picks, this this is, might be the toughest one to pick, as far as I'm concerned, because of that, right? That that it's you can't really match them up because you, this has advantage over that, but then that has advantage over this, and it's gonna be an interesting match to watch. Yeah, I think this might be one of those sleeper matches that might kind of steal the show and might kind of surprise a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Now. Mr. Warren Diesel Barris, as you know, this podcast is about the wild and wacky world of professional wrestling, but it is also (laughs) about the music. I love music, and and I kind of wanted to, as I say every time for people who are new, I like to have my guests pick songs that they like to play during the podcast because music is something that I think is very much similar to professional wrestling. It's a beautiful art that makes you feel things and all that bullshit. So you are my guest. And I asked you to pick a song that we're going to play right now. And you picked a band I'm not familiar with. The song is called All the Words. The band is the Motor League. I previewed this song when I pulled it for the podcast today. And this song is fucking awesome. Tell me about this song and this band. These guys, uh, these guys are awesome. They're Canadian, first of all, from Moncton, I believe. Um, Moncton, New Brunswick? Very, very avid, passionate wrestling fans as well. Oh, okay. I figured it would fit in. I mean, they're not, I wouldn't classify them necessarily as the punk genre. Uh, however, they are, uh, they're a big fit and, and just really good dudes. I had the opportunity to meet and interview them at one point uh, a couple of years ago, back pre pandemic days. And, uh, yeah, really, really good dudes. They follow all of the product regularly. Like when they're on the road, when they're touring and stuff, that's what they do in the bus, which I find hilarious that it's just a group of dudes kind of touring around playing music and watching wrestling and playing dumb video games. That's the life that I want. (laughs) Like that's kind of my dream. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, a little envious of them. Um, And I believe, oh man, now I, now I'm going to blow it because I don't have it in front of me, but uh, one of them, the bass player, I believe created music that was used as an entrance theme on AEW at one point. Oh, do you know? Lance Hoyt used it. Oh, Hoyt. Okay. Interesting. Um, Yeah. 
there's a video if you follow him on on you can find the the bass player specifically on Twitter is at God of Thunder BRD. Uh, there's a video that you can see of uh, of Hoyt coming out to said music. So I think that was pretty cool. And I think yeah, I just think they're really cool dudes, and they don't get the the attention and credit that they very much deserve, in my opinion. So uh, share a little spotlight on them. Look at you! I, I give you the I give you uh, some homework, and you come through. Mm-hmm. You That's had what you I had social medias. You had background information. You had all that shit. It's like it's like I do this for a living. It's, it's almost like it's your job. <laughs> well, you know yeah. what? Then now, since I feel inadequate because I washed out of the wrestling business with Bleach or the radio business, I should say with Bleach, <laughs> I'm going to get you to introduce this song because you know I I pale in comparison to you. So you are oh, you, wow. you give me one of those old talk ups, and don't worry, I'll make sure you hit the post, buddy. Okay, thank you. I was gonna say I don't have the clock in front of me, so you're oh, gonna have to. I got you. little tag team action on that one. <laughs> all right, this is uh, the Motor League is the group. This song is all the words. They are out of Moncton. They are Canadian. They love wrestling as we all do. We hope to see you on Friday night as well, whether it be on the Twitch or at the rec room. This is the Punk with Powerbombers podcast.
that is the motor league yeah that's a fun song that's like a, that's got some get up and go to it hey really like those dudes they've actually got brand new music out this week as well but i wasn't sure if it was going to be officially released so i went with that one but keep your eyes peeled for new music from them coming out this week as well Excellent. All right. We're going to keep uh, trucking down the card here for Love Pro Wrestling. Uh, welcome to Paradise this Friday night in Edmonton, Alberta at the Rec Room at South Common. This is a not, we just talked about uh, uh, Kenneth Stryker and uh, Reed Matthews potentially stealing the show. This is another one that could steal the show for a bunch of reasons. The Love Wrestling Challenge Championship is on the line. Taryn from Accounting has had a stranglehold on that uh, championship right from the inception of this promotion and she is going to take on zoe sager sager has been on uh, a pretty well documented losing streak again since the inception of love pro wrestling uh the challenge championship is just that a championship that you can challenge for she threw her hat in and said the best way for me to shake this monkey off my back is to, is to get some gold uh these two are are there's a lot of respect there's a lot of friendship they've tangled many times but i think once that bell rings and that title's on the line all the respect and all the friendship goes out the window and they're just gonna fight yeah i mean it has to be there's there's a lot of motivation obviously on both sides taryn wanting to to maintain the streak that she's been on uh, and and keep that that title around her waist, and Zoe wanting to get off of her losing streak that she's been on. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of polar opposites, kind of clashing together, and both of them really wanting and needing the win in this situation. So I think uh, I think it's going to be a great match. I think I think something to remember. I mean, at the end of the day, whatever's on the end of that line, whether it's a W or an L, that's what it is, right? That's what people are going to remember. I think it's important to note, however, though, that uh, Zoe has not exactly sucked in in any capacity uh while in while while working any of these matches i mean i mean she's done a great job it just just hasn't quite gotten the victories that she that she looks for so i think uh i I think this is going to be a big one i like you say this has a very big potential to steal the show and what i think is interesting is zoe's going in as the challenger but i almost think that she's got more on the line because i mean can her psyche take another loss Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, that that is a big question because going this far without, I mean, without a win is, it, it weighs on you. It absolutely has to weigh on you because that's what you do. That's what you strive for. That's what you get into the ring for is to beat the person across from you. And she has not been able to do that yet. And and you're right. If if she fails again, what does that do? Where where does that take you? What do you do next? If you, where do where do you go from here? And you take those frustrations with you to other promotions and other companies you work for. Mm. And, 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 a, and a losing streak here can, can just as quickly translate into a losing streak in other promotions as well. So now is the difficult task where we have to pick a winner. And I think the time has come. I think this is what Zoe needs. I think that extra uh, uh, wanting of, of gold is what's going to get her out of this losing streak. And I think that Zoe is going to be the new challenge champion. Well, I, I would be in favor of that, and I hope you're right. However, I think I'm going to have to – you can't bet against the champ. I mean, that's Taryn from accounting is, is, has had that title for as long as she has for a reason. I think some of that stuff is already weighing on Zoe that, that it might, again, be a bit of a distraction, might take away. So I would lean towards Taryn from accounting. And Taryn has had a, uh, a stranglehold, like I said, on that title. She's had some very stiff competition. She's looked very good in all of her wins. And, and you're starting to see a buzz around like the, the Western Canadian wrestling scene for, mm. for Taryn. Because I think it's really cool because people hear the name uh, of the character and they think it's great. 
And then once they see her wrestle, they see that she's just as good and great as, as that character. And she's getting a lot of buzz. And I think the sky's the limit for Tara. Yeah, just as great, if not better. Like, outshines how great of a name that that is. Um, and yeah, that's, that's something that you get to see displayed at every LPW show so far. A lot of very, very talented females on this card. Uh, our next matchup, we're going to see uh, Jody Threat make her Love Pro Wrestling debut, and she's going to take on Nicole Matthews. And we talk about a lot of matches on the show that are, are going to be real scrappy fights, and I think this one kind of fits that bill as well. Nicole Matthews has uh, a, a, an attitude, for lack of a better term. She has very <laughs> flowery language and very obscene finger gestures. And, and Jody Threat also just a very, very, very scrappy uh, a young lady. I did a little bit of research on her when, when I found out that she was coming in. I wanted to learn more. I watched some matches and I learned that she actually started her wrestling training. She enrolled in wrestling school 10 days after attending her first event. She got bit by the bug that quick and wanted in. Wow. And I think that's really cool. Yeah, that is awesome. Uh, Nicole Matthews has been very, very successful in Western Canada, and uh, that chip on her shoulder has translated into a lot of wins, and I think this one's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a scrapper. And again, Jody Threat's one of those people who, who wants to come into a new company and make a splash. Yeah, that's a very good point. There is something to be said about making your debut and starting things off on the right foot. Um, I got to tell you, I'm a big fan of Nicole Matthews. As much as, yeah, some of her antics and, and choice of words, as you alluded to earlier, can be questionable to say the least. Um, <laughs> I think that she's just no nonsense. She does. She does spend a little bit, maybe too much time worrying about the fans and what they're saying and what they think. But when she does get focused and when she does set her targets on her opponent, uh, she's very, very, very tough to beat. And I think that's something uh, that you can't really overlook in a match like this. Yeah. And she's one of those ones where I think that that negative energy that she gets from the fans, she feeds off that. And there's a lot of really, really evil bastards in this wrestling business who take that negative energy and they translate it into violence against their opponents. And she's definitely fits that bill. And as much as Jody threat wants to, you know, make her debut and start things off on the right foot, I think Nicole Matthews is the exact opposite and wants to play spoiler and make sure that she starts things off on the wrong foot. Yeah, Jody Threat has a tall tale or tall task, I should say, in her first match in Love Pro Wrestling. And I believe that that uh, Nicole Matthews is actually going to take her out. That, that's my official Big Bad Boris pick. Nicole Matthews is going to get the win. Yeah, we agree on that one as well. Look at us. It's almost like we're friends. <laughs> we're we're, we're bonding time. over this, aren't we? Is this bonding? Are, are we bonding? Have we ever I don't bonded? Know. I don't know if we have. Do I still? There was that one time, but I that well, it got weird, so. <laughs> now we talk <laughs> we talked a little bit earlier about uh about how zoe sager has had uh, uh hard-fought matches but unfortunately not a lot of success in, in the win column in love pro wrestling and someone else who fits that bill is son of irish who has another tough task he is uh he's he's hasn't he's yet to get a win in love pro wrestling, but he's looked really, really good. He's drawn some really tough opponents and he's put up a hell of a fight. And this kid can take quite a beating. We've seen it from everyone he's faced and he has a tough task coming up against somebody that I think is a future challenge or a, a future grand champion in Jack pride. Yeah. Uh, as, I mean, this matchup is very interesting when you look at it on paper for all the reasons that you mentioned, I mean, both guys tremendously talented, but it, it from, from what I can tell from, from the way that I look at it, it just feels like Jack pride's been on another level lately. Uh, it just, it feels like there's something 
something going on with him that I don't oh, know. Oh, there's whether, something going on with him. Well, yeah, of course, <laughs> yes. But I don't I don't know whether it's it's more Jack or whether it's more pride. But some whoever's been at the reins lately has been doing a very good job. And I feel like if that's uh, if that's the way that 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 it continues, I feel like victory lies ahead for Jack Pride. Yeah, we talked a little bit earlier about the aggressive streak of Reed Matthews and Jack Pride is someone else who who I think we've seen that pride uh, side of his of his mental state kind of take over. And that side is, is very aggressive. And he actually has been able lately uh, to use the, the Jack side, to use that nice side to take advantage of opponents and then flip into that pride. And it's almost like it's it's almost like a handicap match. You're, ta- you're taking on two guys. You don't know which one's going to start the match. You don't know where it's going to end. And I, I think he's a hard guy to prepare for. I was just going to say the same thing because you don't know you it's he's the box of chocolates that Forrest Gump's mother was talking about. You never know what you're going to get. And I try to t- to have a word with him in the locker room. And sometimes he's very, very cordial and very, and you know, he, he'll, he'll sit uh-huh. down and chat with me. And other times uh, I can't get a word in and he just doesn't want any part of me. I mean, a lot of people are like that, but still. <laughs> I was going to say that sounds kind of like, like a description of me whenever I'm around you. So that's true. Uh, I'm going to have to go and then no disrespect to son of Irish because I believe he's right on the cusp uh, of that first big victory. And I can't wait to see him kind of achieve that and see the way that changes his mental state going forward. But I don't think this is going to be his night. Yeah, I, I will agree with you. I think uh, I think son of Irish is going to he's going to make a hell of a push, though. It's nothing. I, it's nothing to sneeze at. I mean, it's not like it's going to be a walk in the park here. I think uh, Jack Pride's got his hands full. Uh, but I do think that, that you know, I think at the end of the day, victory would be on his side. Yeah, it's not going to be easy, though. It's not going to be a walk in the park, no. so to speak. And this brings us to our main event. And this match is, is going to be a barn burner, as they used to say back in the day. There's a lot of moving parts on this. It is the uh, the clandestine society of Michael Richard Blaze and Stephen Crow, along with Michael Allen Richard Clark. And there's a lot of history there. Uh, taking on the Rads, of course, uh, Mitch Clark, Lumberjack Larry Woods, and Rich King in, in a six-man match. We saw uh, Michael Allen Richard Clark come to the aid of Stephen Crow in a uh, handicap match against the Rads last month, as well as a really, really solid match between Michael Richard Blaze and Mitch Clark, where, where Blaze, I mean, a lot of people considered him the underdog, and he kind of, uh, going into that match as the champion, he kind of stole the win with a roll-up, and he he didn't really wasn't really able to get into that second gear we've seen him get into because Clark just kind of kept him on the ground and pounded him and I have a feeling uh, that this that they might be outnumbered. I mean the numbers are even, but can can these guys all work as a team? Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of different uh, cogs in this machine of this match. There's a lot of squeaky wheels, if you will. Uh, I, I question. I mean. We, you and I have had the pleasure of sitting beside Michael Allen, Richard Clark at the announce desk over the past couple of LPW shows. Yeah. And uh, I mean, he's not, listen, he's a bright dude. He's a smart, smart dude that definitely I kind of wonder if maybe him helping out the clandestine society, if, if that's a situation where it's a, you know, keep your friends close, keep your enemies closer kind of deal where his, eyes might be set on that championship but he's kind of helping a guy out for now and we'll see where i just i feel like something's at, at play here that we're not totally seeing yet well in fairness to, to michael allen richard clark i think everyone's eyes are set on that championship but if they're not True. then you shouldn't be in this company but uh there's 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 a lot of personal issues here as well and you have to be aware of uh, of judge ben Ullman, 
uh, skulking around on the floor as well. I think that uh, I think this is going to start off with as your traditional tag team match, but I think it's going to break down and into into a brawl with all six guys uh, all over the place very very quickly. But I will agree. Going back to your previous point, I feel like the numbers game is going to come into into effect at some point, and I feel like as a trio that the rads are, are probably more aligned on the same page just because they've been around and been together longer and have been teaming longer. Whereas with the addition of Michael Allen, Richard Clark, that's something fresh. That's something new that there's a lot of maybe uncertainty, maybe, you know, MRB in the back of his head is kind of wondering the same things that we've talked about here that is he really with us? Is he not that I think might factor in. Plus, I mean, it is literally a numbers game. You have judge Ben Owen on the outside and that's four against Three, so I mean, we'll we'll see what what ends up happening. And the Rads have looked really, really impressive since they uh, since they've assembled uh, uh, Rich King, very, very talented lumberjack Larry, who I was not really familiar with. No disrespect intended. Uh, well, it's because uh, bef- he, he disappeared bef- for a long this, time. This, this is true. Uh, before I started with uh, with Love Pro Wrestling, and of course, Mitch Clark, uh, decorated MMA fighter. He he can he'll he'll take two punches to give one. But that one he gives you, he's going to knock you out. Yeah, knock you out, tap you out. I mean, he's got lots of ways that he can hurt you. And we've seen that both in LPW and in the MMA world as well, going back to his UFC days. I mean, he that's a bad dude. That's a dude that I don't want to see across from me in any situation, never mind a wrestling ring. So, uh, yeah, it's tough to... It's tough to ever bet against a guy like that. Yeah, he's one of those guys that's tough as fuck, and he knows it. Yeah, and that's and, da- that's dangerous. Yeah, that's that's super super scary, uh, and, and and being on a roll and having you know having the backup and knowing that your boys got you. I mean that that adds to it as well. So, I yeah, this is this is an interesting <laughs> matchup. I think that if uh, Blaze and, and Stephen Crow and Clark can gel together and they can get into a rhythm, I believe they can have some success in this match. If not, I think it's going to be a long night. Yeah, I kind of lean the same way as well. I feel like the motivation is definitely there for the Rads uh, to to assert their dominance, to continue to assert their dominance over uh, the clandestine society. Plus, I just I I question that there's just to me when I look at the graphic, which are, are tremendous, by the way. Uh, shout out to Zach for that. That he there does might a well fantastic be, job, fantastic yeah. job that the dot over Michael Allen, Richard Clark's face might as well be under a question mark because I just, I don't know what's, I don't know what to expect from him in this matchup. And there's a little subplot in this match too. And that is uh, Michael Allen, Richard Clark and Rich King. Rich King prides himself on his physique and his fitness. Mm-hmm. And you heard uh, at our last live event, Michael Allen, Richard Clark had many things to say on commentary about the physique and the fitness of Rich King, because Mr. Clark also takes his physique and his work workouts and his, his fitness, very, very uh, personal, and very seriously. So I'd like to see the two of them uh, have a discussion with fists. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very good point. I hadn't even considered that, but you're absolutely right that there's going to be uh I don't know. You want to assert your 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 dominance as the as the better as the better physical specimen, I suppose, between those two. Yeah, I think there's going to be a one on one clash between those guys, hopefully in our future. So that is the card. That is the top to bottom. Uh, it's going to be a banger. It's going to be a great night. Uh, again, 
go to eventbrite.com. There are still advanced tickets for sale on eventbrite.com. I believe there will be tickets available at the door as well. I don't believe we're sold out yet. I know our last live event did sell out. So you want to get your tickets early. If you cannot be in the rec room with us here in Edmonton, Alberta at 7 o'clock p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 9 o'clock Eastern on twitch.com slash lovewrestlingca, myself and Mr. Warren Diesel Barris will bring you all of the action live. Uh, You can hop in the chat if you're a Twitch subscriber or some, I don't know how any of that shit works, but I guess you have to be a a (laughs) subscriber or a a follower or some shit to get in the chat room. But but nonetheless, uh, we will be there along with the amazing, amazing technical crew that that, uh, works at Love Pro Wrestling to bring you this event. I can't wait. It's going to be a hell of a night. And I hope you can be there either virtually with us or in the building. Absolutely, man. I can't wait. It's going to be... It's going to be a night to remember. Uh, definitely, yeah, come by if you are able to be there in person. I mean, there's nothing better than watching live wrestling in front of your very own eyes. But if for whatever reason you can't, uh, Boris and I will do our best to to hang out with you and and uh, present the show as best as we can. And that other guy will be there too. I was going to not mention him this time, but yeah, you know, we got to try to be fair. There's some. He was up my ass today about some stupid Creed thing that he. I didn't. Uh, Creed like the band. Yeah, he's a lot of work. Oh, he's oh, a lot God. of work. That's. I'm sorry that happened to you. <laughs> I am. Me too. Me too. Uh, Unfortunately, I work in a public domain where I yeah. can't hide from him. He and can you text can't me at really, any time. You can't really tell him to go fuck his hat either, can you? No, because the <laughs> boss checked the text message, so I have to be nice to him. He got uh, no, me cornered. You. It's the worst. All right, Ward. I'm very excited to sign off the podcast this week because my favorite band has brand new music. Uh, anybody who knows me even for a little bit knows my favorite band is Sloan Toronto slash Halifax Canada's own Sloan been doing it uh, at a high level for 30 years I don't know why they're not the biggest band in the world blah 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 uh, I've been a big fan of Sloan for for the majority of my life uh, they have a new single out called uh, spend the day from an upcoming album called steady that will be coming out in October do you get it steady get it do you get it ah yes do, do you not get it no. Slow and steady. Oh, okay. Ah, Slow and clever. steady. There you go. Good. <laughs> also, I could have sworn that your favorite band was 311. So show us what I know. <laughs> 311. Yeah, I know you how you love that stuff. Amber is the color of your energy. Oh, that's the color of your energy. All the every time I see you, your energy is amber, of course. Everyone knows that about you. Are you guys uh, are you guys spitting the new Sloan song yet? No, we have, we have not yet, but it is uh, it is on our radar. We're All we're right. we're, te- we're testing it as we say in All the right. in the well, business. Well, I I give it the thumbs up. Okay, noted. All right, so this is brand new music from Sloan. The track is called "Spend the Day." I hope that you will spend the day with us on Friday night. Oh, that was good. That was a good transition. Ooh, yeah, well, I got a little goosebumps yeah. on that one. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you will spend the day with us on Friday night at Love Pro Wrestling. Welcome to paradise. And uh, again, thank you, Spencer Love, for bringing the Punk of Potters podcast into the Love Wrestling fold. And we will talk to y'all next week. It's all I live in, in your-